You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast. We took last week off. I know y'all missed us. We missed y'all, but we are here. Honestly, we really did. But we are going to give y'all a show. I am one third of your host. I am Jeremy. By now, you should know where to find me or not. Find me. But I'm joined by my friends and my co hosts. Uh, hello, niggas. It's me, Candace. You know where to find me on all social media, not so newly at PC. Um, I'm not going to crowd y'all with a bunch of AKAs. We don't have a lot today, but we do have some exciting news. And before we get to that, we want Beyonce to come on in and do her solo. What up? I am here. My name is Curtis. I go by Trilificent on the social of the media. And our big news before we get into the lackluster shows that we got this week, although marginally better than last week. We have been teasing, and hopefully you have seen it already, about the live show. Well, we finally got the details hammered out. We are bringing you Ratchet Ramblings Live at the Flawless Noises Media Network one-year anniversary live showcase. It is going to be in the Atlanta, Georgia, at a place called Rehearse Live on February 29th, 2020. So that's next February, leap year. On February 29th, we have our live show. That is a Saturday. It's at 7 p.m. So you should be able to make it. You've already gotten some dick or puss or whatever kind of shit you like for Valentine's Day. Um, hopefully, Jeremy will have given us some more um, cannon fodder, you know, because his birthday is on the 14th of, of February. And that's when he liked to go and get his freaking blouse. So... We'll see. You know what? <laughs> Go to hell, Kurt. Be I feel like we calling this episode Freakum Blouse now. <laughs> yeah, that's set in stone. We got that out the way. Ain't but yeah, six minutes in yet. So basically, you're going to get what you just heard live. And in person and in black ass color. So you can go and get your tickets to the live show on uh, Eventbrite. The website or the link is FNMN, as in Flawless Noises Media Network. The number one year.eventbrite.com. So again, that's FNNN, one year.eventbrite.com. The tickets are $25. Plus, you know, taxes and fees because um, capitalism. But yeah, we feel like that's a fair price to come out and see us. And, you know, live shows are not free. It's not like we're trying to gank y'all or nothing like that. But, I mean, the shit costs money. So we want to come and entertain y'all. We're going to have Gary from Mystic Moments do an opener and do a live reading of the room, which I'm excited about because that boy has the gift. He is talented. And he just has very good energy. Me and Candace were talking about that on the wind down. Like he's he's swiftly becoming one of my favorite people. And then of course, 
uh, Miss Bree is going to do a little something, something from Mama Me's World. Little song sing, song sing. So I'm excited to see what she comes up with on that front as well. And she announced it on her show that came out this past week. And she's kind of making it like a, a call to action for kind of like a mom's night out. So, hey, you got four months or three and a half, however many. You know, math is not really my strong suit after the vape. But you have some time to <laughs> <laughs> line up a babysitter. You know what I'm saying? Come out. Have right. us. And we're going to make a weekend out of it. You know, uh, Candace and I are, are planning to get there a little early. So we'll be there to meet y'all and greet y'all. And hopefully y'all will feed us. And all of that good stuff. Come on out. Again, February 29th, 2020, 7 p.m. in Atlanta, Georgia. That is where we will be live, and hopefully we'll be able to record the show and put that on the feed as well. But I feel like it's going to be something special in person. Like I don't know what's going to happen, but I just feel like it's, it's going to be something that y'all shouldn't miss. And uh, agree. If you have some skills, you know, maybe like a cinematography, like maybe if we have video, we'll put it on the YouTube as well. I don't know. Um, We'll see. Like I said, we're going to do inventory of what it is that we're looking for and what we need to finalize the details of the show. And we'll put it out there because we do believe in everybody can win. Everybody eat together. It's enough grits for everybody. And of course, we believe in putting money into our fellow black people you know although i mean i don't know if we have a lot of non-black listeners but i mean y'all too if you white i mean well i mean if you white you got it all so you might as well give it to us i mean listen (laughs) i mean if we look at the material to be fair and honest so yes that is our big announcement and we of course will be reminding y'all on a weekly basis because buy these motherfucking tickets okay Okay. <laughs> yeah, because we're looking forward to like it's been some years. We've been a trio for going on to two years. Podcast just passed the uh two year mark, heading into year three. We want to see y'all. We want to you know do what we do best uh in front of y'all, yeah. and that's be pieces of shit. Correct. I ain't gonna hold y'all. While I do carry myself in a professional manner, I'm just ready to be trash with my friends, to be honest. So what y'all come on now. What the fuck Boy, is you talking about? Nigga, what is you talking about? <laughs> what professional man? <laughs> wow. 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 I need new friends. It'd be I conduct myself niggas. in a professional. Nigga, I just I when? just edited Backwoods Burn book last night. Get the fuck off my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I conduct myself like, in a professional manner. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, hey, fuck nigga, y'all. Play, with, play, with your, play with your winky woo. Don't play with us, okay? Because you hey, said, listen, you just tried nigga, the fuck out of it. He gonna like come on here. Consider he, myself a, <laughs> I like to consider myself a continent professional. Boy, fuck you. Wow. See, these are fake friends. Y'all get y'all some real friends. It be your own niggas. Listen, well, by the nerves. He came on here like, I am Valvoline. I'm not that store brand shit. Like, nigga. Motor oil is motor oil. <laughs> this is the trash y'all gonna see at the live show. Correct. Yeah. In the meantime, in between time, we do have some shows that we want to talk about. And um, 
if I'm not mistaken, we're going to start with Black Ink Crew. Uh, Big Fish. Take this shit off the air if this is what you got up y'all's yeah. sleeve for the rest of the season. <laughs> because I truly did not care about 97, 98, 99.75% <laughs> of the shit that was on the show the past two weeks. And that's being and generous. The only one, I do not care about all that him and Han Young Bay is doing about Rob leaving. Sis, you went and you moved in with the nigga, had a baby and everything else in less than a year and now then figured out y'all don't know each other like that. Duh. And that he a piece of shit deadbeat. Yeah, that he a piece of shit. That he's a typical nigga. Mm, pretty much. Sometimes you gotta learn the hard way, I guess. Listen, yep. all that throwing and throwing I don't care how many... <laughs> I don't give a fuck how many egg rolls you know how to make blindfold the bitch. That ain't gonna keep a good man, kimchi. Okay, I don't uh, care how much. Racist. Listen, I don't care how much spicy cabbage you make. That did not keep that nigga around. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how much pickled spicy cabbage you made fermented cabbage, bitch. I do not care. A nigga gonna be a nigga gonna be a nigga gonna be a nigga, baby. And you learn the hard way, okay? Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> she really thought that bond me was gonna keep him around. He yeah. was like, "Girl, fuck you! I bitch, want a Popeyes I, chicken I like sandwich." Korean, listen, I like Korean fried chicken too, bitch. But I'm always going to Popeyes for the chicken sandwich, like Curtis said. Bitch. <laughs> listen, ain't no place like home. Uh, and you wasn't mm-hmm. home. He could watch it on out. Tell you what. Listen, in the long run, you ain't missing nothing because a nigga that'll walk out on his kid, get you pregnant. And tell you that your abortion is hindering him from living his best life. You've not missed anything. Truly. But y'all non-black women gonna learn. You gonna learn. You're learning. Okay. Uh Man, Walt- suffer. I don't give a fuck about that. Whether yeah, you learn yeah. or not, suffer. Yeah, <laughs> That's what you get for not Walt- listening to black women. <laughs> you cannot play basketball, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that little boy was putting hands and feet on you. You lucky that that woman took you back because I would have fed you to the dogs um, Mm. because you really showed your whole asshole about not her not wanting to have a newborn baby like she don't got grown ass kids and you too. Mm. You did all of that and realized, oh shit, we already got kids and pretty soon our kids gonna start having kids. Yes, idiot. That's how life a, fucking works. You and, got it. And we can, we can, we can. Well, you already have that. questionable parenting skills as is. Well, no lies to me. I want to know what bank you robbed to be able to get that apartment. Because <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> set it off. I do believe y'all did. Because how did you be able to to move? So the kids yeah, probably, yeah, probably the same. So probably the same bank that Teddy say that the police just arrested his oh, we'll, we'll good get, doing brother. We will get to verbal in a minute. But before we mm. move on, I would like to ask the question, since when does Walt do stand-up comedy? Mm-hmm. Mm. Aside I from being funny looking, I don't, nothing about Walt is funny. Listen, yeah. felonious Walt, we don't want it, okay? Felonious <laughs> Oh, happy Leave National it. Recover Me Month, Walt. You still look like you're drinking. Well, you're not wrong. Because, Walt, I would like to know, when did you decide to become a comedian? Because flailing and wailing in the shop that you're doing, being loud, does not a comedian make. 
Bitch, I thought you was a motherfucking photographer. What is going on? Listen, <laughs> listen, Walton had more hustles that ain't amounted to shit than motherfuckers on Twitter. I am confusion. Oh my like, god. <laughs> Walt reminds me of <laughs> <laughs> Hey, chill. Just fucking relax. Everybody, everybody relax right fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that didn't mean to come out. <laughs> Everybody, everybody calm the fuck down because I'm in a petty mood and I don't need to be set up to do shit. Okay. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> I don't I don't need this from my friends <laughs> and family. I don't even know like family. Why are you bothering with this plea after we've been gone for two weeks, girl? You just gonna have to get in where you can, all right? Let let it fly. Um, Ain't no point in trying to Keep it, keep it contained. I mean, we got to give the people a little show, so. That's true. Yeah. But fuck you, Walt. Yeah, fuck you. Walt and that boy put on the show beating your ass. He did. Walt reminds me of, like, when you play The Sims and your Sim get all them skills, but they die before you can max them out, if you're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you know how to do? What are you master of? Besides being, being a, a bozo. A bozo. <laughs> and being ugly. Well. He looked like always happen. Walt reminds me of uh Hades from the Hercules cartoon. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What are those? Anyway, what else happened on Black Ink Crew? Um, um Caesar went and saw his best friend mom who was like, My nigga, open the fucking shop. My son been dead. Like <laughs> basically. <what the> <laughs> basically. <laughs> my, my she's like, My son dead. You have to make a living for yourself. Please uh, stop. Please, okay? Please thing. stop doing all this performing and She on. said what I was thinking, but she said it in a nice and loving way. Because I was thinking you're gonna be so pussy that you're gonna let them bully you out of opening your shop in your friend's name the nigga already got shot out there like you supposed to be doing this for him right but she yeah. said it nicely because i was like i was is you pussy like, or not yeah. like, i was like i was like, in here i was in here like damn the bitch just jumped out of you sees mm. although i feel like that was storyline anyway like ain't yeah. no way y'all did all that work the the shop is is a good week of construction away from opening and you don't know whether or not you're going to open the shot. Get the fuck out of my face plan. Yeah. You yeah. Shot. I'm in it up for the cameras. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know, bro. Because they threatening me on social media. Bitch, what? You worried about <laughs> social media? <laughs> Niggas getting real life shot and you worried about some threats on social media? The other mm. shops don't want us to open. Bitch, they they vandalized and stole of your shit in don't. New Orleans. What are you talking about? You listen, listen. If we listen, because you took the word. <laughs> listen, nigga, y'all done been through this before. <laughs> y'all still here, y'all still standing. Y'all still strong. I mean, y'all both of Where is the common sense? Of course, competing shops don't want such a big brand opening where they are making money at. Duh. Like, that's hey. that's how business works. And when, no, since nobody, when has competition stopped y'all? Nobody likes competitors. Even if you respect the hustle, you don't need them competing next to you where you eat next. Right. Especially Duh. when you have the endorsement of the city behind you as well. Like, my God, you are a stupid motherfucker. Right. Like, hell, we don't even know them other fucking shots, but we know y'all. 
So what the fuck did you even talk about, see? Oh, right, unfortunately. And then Just hand it up for the cameras. We're going to open the shop. We're going to give out free tattoos. I, was like, I feel like that kind of defeats the purpose, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well... Maybe I mean, it's just me. I don't know tattoo life, but I'm like, if I want a tattoo and y'all give them away for free and I get my free tattoo, I ain't coming back. I got what I wanted. But, you know, I know some I people. Mean, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty, from the looks of the tattoos I did see, you know they was in a certain limit, like free tattoo up to $75 of, uh, oh, in yeah. value. Oh, yeah. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Be like, you can't get nothing more complex than the equivalent of a tic-tac-toe board, bitch. So get the right. fuck out. Basically, the free... The free tattoos y'all getting is basically what Donna be doing because you know she don't do good work. So. Bitch, let me tell you. Did we we <laughs> talked about? I have to revisit. Bitch, you cannot fucking spell. What what good are you? You are stupid. You are a stupid individual. You can't spell. You can't dress. You can't get your mouth right. You can't keep a man. You can't do shit right, bitch. Why are you here? Why are you playing in that man's face? Listen, Why would you listen to Sky? Nerd. Sky ain't got no man. Hmm. Sky can't even admit that she did them boys wrong. That's why they be cussing her ass out every day. Why would you <laughs> listen to Sky? The only listen. thing you need to be listening to Sky about is them titties and them wigs. Because her, her wigs look very good this episode. Outside of that, why are you listening to Sky? Why are you listening to Bay? Bay is in the middle of a divorce. She ain't got nothing for you, beloved. Although she was giving you good advice. But she's stupid because she went along with the shit in the first place instead of telling you that at the beginning. Girl, you are stupid. I and couldn't if Alex leaves your ass high and dry, I would not be upset. I have a two-year plan to get a ring. Y'all barely been together a year. You got a two-year plan to get a ring, but I ain't got your teeth fixed, bitch. I ain't confusion. Hooked on phonics, I believe, is still a thing. If it's not, I'm sure there are so many resources to help you. Because there is no excuse, bitch, mm. for you to be doing tattoos and not know how to spell. Not even have the wherewithal to Google first. My baby can't read ass tattoo, bitch. Imagine Listen. having that big ass shit on your goddamn back. Mm. Mm. Why that shit remind me of Lily? You know what? Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Where were we? I'm so, I went to a trans dragon, Donna. Where were we? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Stupid bitch. <laughs> Listen, when the Beyonce when it jumps out, it jumps out. Went into a seance of dragons. Okay. <laughs> this is super seance is what we call them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't say this enough, but I'm going to continue to say it. I do not know why Donna is on this. I mean, why Sky is on here still. Oh, yeah. This is fuck. <laughs> I, like, no. I, I just do not get it at all. She's so like, on purpose. None whatsoever. Um, but another key moment was, I mean, let's, well, we gonna go out of order, but I think it's fitting. So first off, Mike gets the DNA results back and the motherfucking audacity of Sky to want to have something to do with anything related to being a parent. Bitch, I love a good, I love a good paternity test. 
Bitch, you don't even love maternity. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, how you love a good paternity test and you are not a mother? You well, don't have there, maternal instinct to first. Where's the maternity? Where are those children <laughs> that you brought up to New York and left to fucking die? Mm. And was mad because one didn't want to pay rent. And one wanted to beat your ass. And one will still want to whip your ass <laughs> and cuss you out on the internet every chance he get. How do you love paternity, bitch? Mm. Talking Not about to... is, and then the bitch celebrating, talking about this good, right? We know you think it's good, <laughs> deadbeat ass bitch. <laughs> we know how you feel. We know you excited. You didn't even like you. You wasn't even excited about the kids that popped out your cooch. <laughs> So yes, we know that you would be excited that somebody would not be the father of a child. Because yes. you are not the mother of your child. Mm. Did okay. she try to fight both of them? Yes. Yes. Physically. Girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Fuck you, bitch. Anyways, the, he's not the father <laughs> of the child. And he said that, you know, he was kind of disappointed because he had be, been preparing himself to step up and be a father. Yeah, to not make the same but mistakes that his father sis, made. Sis, how many motherfuckers <laughs> have you fucking called at the time of conception? <laughs> what is going on? Come on, you know good time, Gordita. Yes, oh my God. Fucking niggas everywhere. Like what? Like truly, what is going on? I have confusion. Confusion. <laughs> because this this was the second nigga you had came to. Like you might be the father. <laughs> she God. got a list oh like a uh, Beatrice Kiddo from QB. Checking checking shit off. Listen. Oh, not him. Listen, girl. She got that. She got that list that Lil Nas X had at the VMAs. <laughs> First of all, shout out to Mike. His name Mike, right? Yes. Shout out to Mike. I, I feel like he has been a positive addition to the show. Um, he has a story, um, but he's also not allowing them to treat it like some trope or some, some side show. Openly bisexual man, had a possible parenting scare, uh, was looking forward to being a father, stepping up to the plate, is a great tattoo artist. Um, but ain't playing with you motherfuckers. Uh, I like him on the show. I really do. I really do like him on the show. And I feel like next season he deserves uh, more camera time. You know what I agree about him being hired is that it has led to the firing of Crystal. Yes. 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 That's my favorite part. I wish we could have got rid of Tati too, but whatever. Mm. Well, maybe it'll still come. Crystal might still be there if she had gave Teddy the pussy, because that's the only way I could figure out why uh, Tati's still there. Oh, shit. shit. Now that I think about it, though, she might be coming back based on the previews for next episode, because they said her name like several times. Well, she do. But I'm glad she's been fired for the last few episodes, if we're being honest. Yes. I'll take what I can get at this point. That's correct. Um, and 
then moving on. So Kwani is like the bad news bear. And oh I see why God. you got your eye black because you <laughs> never, never, ever, 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 ever have a positive contribution to shit. Oh, well, some shit always happening at Juve. Some shit. Here's the thing. Shit always happens at parades. You just don't hear about it when it's not a black situation. Mm. Of course, they're going to always uh, throw the limelight on uh, something that's, you know, connected to blackness. Mm. It'd be all kind of wild shit going on at these big ass holiday parades. The camera just stay on the shit that's going well. Um, well, I mean, if you gotta go, if you gotta do this, it, girl, what do you do? What do you do to help your husband get to the bag? Working at the shop ain't her thing. What's her thing? She ain't had no job since we seen her on this fucking show. (laughs) What is your thing? Not getting money? Well, yeah, she succeeded that. Imagine your husband being an owner in the shop saying, hey, just come, you know, come fuck with me. You know, shit, you get some of the payment too. Every time you appear on the show, you're going to get a check. You know what I'm saying? And you talk, and you crying. I would be sitting in that motherfucking shop looking at them like they stupid. I would become real hilarious when the camera's rolling and go right back to being quiet when they're not and get <laughs> my check. Because ain't no income like double income. Securing the bag, but you know she one of them. She strike me as one of those women that's not happy unless they man is up under them twenty four seven. Yeah, I get. That and it's vibe. like Puma clearly is not about that life. He trying to secure the bag so that y'all can live comfortably and he can solidify his legacy. If you had legitimate yeah. complaints about him as a husband and father, as far as spending time with your family. I'm not going to hold you on that. But everything else, girl, you sound the fuck stupid. You sound like a hater. You sound miserable as fuck. And this ain't nothing new. Like, you've always been this way. And it's like, you holding this grudge against C's and against this shop is doing what? It's not doing anything because at the end of the day, Walt, I'm not Walt, uh, Puma is doing what he want to do regardless. If you feel that salty about it, then just don't be on the show. But I don't understand the only camera time you get, you always complaining, you always moping, you always just upset about something. And then we're going to see what's going down on the next episode. Because if I'm not mistaken, wasn't her, was it her and Kitty that got into some kind of altercation? No, it was C's baby mama. No, oh, it was C's baby mama with her new jaw. Because she she got that new jaw, and that bitch looking like a million bucks. My bad. I get light-skinned women confused. I'm I'm about to creep her Instagram after we record and see what it's really hitting. Listen. That bitch revealed that new jaw like Melina from Mortal Kombat. Everybody in the shop had the had the damn. I would eat her ass face, including C's and Kitty Mad. But you know what? I will say this, and I've seen this happen multiple times. Couples who started out really young, introduced babies really young, didn't have their shit together really young, 
and once they find some even footing when they get older and their their mental is changing and their financial circumstances are different and shit like that and they end up getting to know each other again they uh, i've seen so many instances where they end up getting back together that's that's why when motherfuckers uh be always talking about baby mama baby daddy shit i never do this i never do that i've seen a lot of instances of i never well we decided we still love each other so kitty i could the the jealousy is seeping from kitty's pores See, see, from the Good frontal bitch, in that weed. You, you ain't got no business constantly double dipping with that nigga. Like, girl, he has made you look so stupid on the show over the years that you've been on, mm. like repeatedly. Like, why are you still that invested? You are an attractive woman. Go find you something to do, please. Okay, and that's what you get when you go step on the next broad toes because Lord knows I cannot stand Duchess. Okay. Cannot stand her, but you went out of your way to step on her toes after befriending her and smiling in her face. You turned around and you was fucking seized. So you get you get what you get. Mm. Remember when Duchess threw that water in her face, acting like it was some mace? Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah <laughs> Duchess was just kinda, laugh, laughing behind you her just door. Just get what you get. I don't feel sorry for you. And in the words of my great friend and my pie husband suffer a zebra don't change its stripes so that's on you speaking of uh zebra body ass niggas <laughs> uh girdle guru teddy every you shirk your responsibilities with this brooklyn shop everybody else is handling their business okay uh, Puma did what he had to do for the float, helping find the location, helping C's bring Black Ink back to Brooklyn. You disappear for two weeks. You come back and you start talking about, uh, oh, I've been having a lot of shit going on, been having a lot on my mind, because uh, my brother getting beat up in Rikers. Okay. You That's come to work through everything else, Berenstein, bitch. But now, all of a sudden, you can't come to work for two weeks because your brother getting beat up in jail. What does that have to do with you coming? Coming to, to sit on the couch in the shop like you always do. Right. We see that. Sympathetic to your brother for what? You can't even tell the truth about why the nigga in jail in the first fucking place. Listen. You like trying to make him a victim? You always playing victim for what? Why are you? Why are you here? Go why away! Here Get in your Honda your- Accord and 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 ride off into the sunset. Okay, do like Bob says and ride to the edge of the planet and fall off the bitch. Leave us alone, <laughs> please. Because you contribute nothing to that shop, nothing to society, and nothing to this existence. Teddy, go away. Listen, please go away. Fade like you got fade like you was a victim of the Thanos snap and just go and take Tati with you. Seize, yes. I don't feel so hot. Seize, <laughs> I can't fit into my I can't fit into my shirt. Girdle fading away. 
<laughs> you just see the you just see the graphics get stuck because he's so damn big after that girl come off. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he done got stuck mid snap. <laughs> Me dust. They right. <laughs> they went and found some cute costumes for Juve. Um we see some shit popping off in the next episode that don't really look like nothing. Mike looked like he got dehydrated and fainted. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. And to to let y'all know, we went through two weeks worth of black ink in this little amount of time because that's how dry it was. VB so, dry. VB dry. Very, very dry. Looking forward to next week when Crystal unveiled that new jawline. And no longer uh, Jay Leno. Um, <laughs> but I wanna, that's it. <laughs> I want to punctuate this uh, part of the show because I finally figured out what Puma looked like to me. Here we go. Do you remember the little spy versus spy cartoon from Mad TV? Yeah. Don't he look exactly like the black one? Yes. <laughs> We about to go to a break. We gonna come back. Come on, with Puma Mary versus the Puma. This <laughs> we we gonna be back with Mary the Medicine. <laughs> fuck Curtis. This, this fuck, get the fuck. Get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we are back from break. And for the last part of the show, we will be covering two weeks worth of, well, maybe a week and a half, because... Not, not even so that. Not even there. It ain't much to say about episode six. <laughs> yeah, ain't much. Um, but we will be covering all of that merit to medicine. And speaking of episode six, the only thing that really mattered in that episode, which translated into episode seven, was at the end of the episode when they're going back to the to the place that they're standing in Savannah for their trip. Had Mariah. Mariah gets the grandstanding about this rumor that she has done the, the cocaine and some kind of way her and Quad get into arguing and then she brings heavily into it, if I'm not mistaken, but some kind of way they end up arguing and then Toya, not minding her damn business, tries to check, um, not Quad, tries to check heavily about why you getting into Quad and, um, uh, Mariah's business, even though Mariah literally brought her into it, but that's neither here nor there. And Heavenly was like, girl, get out of my face or I'll beat your ass. Mm-hmm. Which, Which is I funny mean, to me because Toya has been sticking her nose in whatever shit going on with Mariah from Jump. Listen, them, and them then, down color. <clears throat> my thing with Mariah is, outside of me tired of her playing victim, the main one perpetrating this rumor and not letting it die 
is you. Literally you. Quad has not repeated that shit since she said it at the reunion. Jackie said something that made you mad. You've been harping at her for 84 years. She done apologized 17 times. But outside of that, the only one that keeps perpetrating it is you. If it's not true and you've said what you've had to say and you've dragged Quad and y'all have made that, y'all have drawn that line in the sand that neither of you are crossing, y'all don't want to apologize to each other and, and fix it, let it go and let it die. Because whether or not you actually do coke, what I promise you will always remain true from now to the end of time, bitches, that we don't care. We truly do what I do care about is that raggedy hair on top of your head. What I do care about is the fact that you still wearing color contacts in the year of our Lord, Satan and everything in between of 2019. What I do care about is that you messy as fuck. Your husband is also messy as fuck. And from what the internet has told us, thanks to my brilliant friend Candace's research, he ain't even that great of a doctor. Don't even flat like that. The hook is yuck. Mm. That's what I care about. I don't care about whether or not you do coke. You act like you do. So, I mean, there's that. But <laughs> I mean, that, look at the material. And I'm sitting here trying to figure out what kind of bozo uses their own time and money and resources to take a drug test to try to combat a rumor said by a bitch that they don't like. A bitch that you have spilled all kinds of tea and have dragged for years. Everything negative about Quad that we know came from your mouth and you got the audacity to be doing all this grandstanding because she said you do coke while y'all was in the middle of an argument if you know you don't do it and you got the proof let it die there you're doing all this crying and all this bullshit girl are you unstable what's going on it's the coke because i'm sorry she acts exactly like somebody that's on some kind of thing because it Imagine reacting and being this upset by someone that you clearly think is beneath you because you didn't wait and hesitate to be like, oh, shit, she ain't nothing but a little hood record. Greg dragged their ass out the strip club. Imagine letting somebody that you think beneath is beneath you get you out of character, quote unquote, this damn bad. You I resented that shit because... You a hood rat your damn self. So you mm, trying to call Right. Me. Listen. Listen. listen what, what is it that you say, Candace, just because you put lipstick on the pig, there's still going to be some swine. Exactly. You, you a hood rat your damn self. Maybe, you know, I have a new theory. Come on with it. Maybe she's upset because she don't do coke. Maybe Aiden do the coke. Maybe Aiden gave her the Richard Pryor treatment. That he gave it to him. You know what? That's too far. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bad. Fuck you, girl. <laughs> but yes, I agree with all of what you said. I truly do not care. And I tweeted this. I'm like, so they didn't just have they didn't have anything else for Mariah to do this season. Because girl, and granted, quarters of Bozo on her own right. Do not get me wrong. Do not get a misconstrued. We are not team quad on this podcast. But girl, the audacity of you to be upset that she threw a jab at you. You've been throwing jazz for 84 years. You threw a jab at her just her. last year. You said every time oh, she fucked your brother-in-law. When knowing good and got, and I have seen no receipts, you know, no 
no nothing from the streets or the internet or the interwebs or I don't want to say the shade room because the shade room trash. But the point being, no basis on that claim has been found to be fact, and you are upset that she said that you you did the coke, the hair on you. You mad that she, you, she said you you was on her your rusty shit, girl. I know you fucking lying to me. And look at like the, they didn't have. Sh- well, look at Go the ahead. difference between the two rumors. Because you made that rumor last year about Quad fucking your brother-in-law, and it went nowhere. And if it wasn't true that what Quad said about you doing coke or whatever, you could have let that shit die the same way. And it would be different if you was like, you know, I'm losing business opportunities or this, that, and the other. But, girl, we know you don't do nothing. Cause you don't, and you know what? I'm not even going to take that away from you because you don't have to do anything because you do have producer credits on the show so you getting a double check i would hope but girl this is not the hill for you to die on because nobody is like oh my god mariah does coke and all up in your face about it like you just latching on to this doing all this belly aching and crying for nothing for nothing because you have nothing that's going on like you curtis said you don't have to do do nothing but girl leave us the fuck alone because we truly do not care and the only one that keeps this up is you, and by extension, Toya, because Toya, for whatever reason, has gone down the color contacts tracks for her, for her, I don't know, messy bitch and comrade. But we don't care. We I literally mean, Toya don't, don't have nothing else going on either. Well, so. she don't have. Well, other than being a maid to Eugene, but you know that's. Well, I mean, because she, you know, she got they got that house, but don't nobody care. So it's just like you don't have anything going on because. Like Candace said, we don't know how long y'all going to be able to stay in that house. But at the end of the day, y'all have moved so much that nobody really cares about your new house. Right. The only that's one who why cared was Mariah. <laughs> right. And that's why what Jocelyn said, you hit so bad because you don't have shit going for yourself. You don't have an identity other than trying to keep up with the Joneses. Now she have an identity. She messy. She always latching on to mess, whether it's perpetrated by her or not. But Exactly, um, but, but also, girl, leave us alone. And also, Mariah, leave Jackie alone. Like, I don't understand why you, your messy-ass husband, Toya, and also her messy-ass husband are mad at Dr. Jackie for staying out of mess. Dr. Jackie like, look, I don't have a dog in this fight. My name is Bennett. I ain't in it. I don't care if the rumor is false or true. I'm going to love Mariah regardless, love her from a distance, but that's... I was going to say, because that's a poor is. decision in itself, but... That's well, you know, it's not. I mean, it's Dr. Jackie. I mean, she with Curtis, so she made bad decisions on the whole yeah. But the point Fair. being, she did. Why are you either. right? The point being, why are you so mad at somebody that wants to stay out of mess? If I am saying I, I don't want no parts of this, I don't care what, what these test results say, I don't want to be in this mess. I don't apologize to you. I don't say it enough. Leave me alone. Why are you so mad? Why are you and your cohort of messy, messy Mariah's? And Missy Myers and Missy Marvin's being like, well, she pick a side. She team Quad. She ain't team Mariah. What, what, what the fuck what is this high school bitch? What are y'all doing? My thing with that is imagine being so dense that you mad that somebody that you just was in an argument with and just decided to forgive is decide is not getting into more mess that is pertaining to you 
isn't that what right. you would want? Isn't that what a reasonable, normal person would want? If we just yeah, got into it, why would I want you involved in more mess concerning me after we just squashed some beef? That yeah, that's make just sense. what you want her to do. You want her to stay out of the mess and not perpetrate shit. So you mad at what the fuck she's doing, what the fuck you wanted, and you still mad. What the fuck, Mariah? Mariah is just mad because she thinks that she should have the power to sway the entire group, and she doesn't. That's And she can't true. stand it. That's absolutely true because her whole thing is like, these girls aren't going to, these girls owe me an apology. How could you do something so heinous and awful, girl? You, first of all, you ain't the first person that's been accused of doing coke. You won't be the last. Second of all, it's not that big a deal, according to the internet. And third of all, girl, we do not give a fuck. And nobody in this group gives a fuck except you and Toy. Because nobody likes you, girl. That's what you upset about, and that's what you're mad about. Because mm-hmm. it's stuff like this that highlights and reminds you, or maybe informs you for the first time, that n- nobody really fucks with you. And it's your fault. And it's your fault. And that's what you're mad about. You're mad because you can't win because you ain't white within, bitch. I mean, what a bitch that said it came. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, never mind. <laughs> Curtis. I mean, it's that's fine. True. She ain't going to hear it till next year, knowing her late ass. So it's just like, whatever. That's true. Speaking of somebody that can't win because they ain't right with Finn. So let's talk about Contessa. Because she just continues to disappoint me and piss me off. Because as they're going back to Savannah, they cut to the scene of the men. You know, um, Scott done took a day off from being a single dad and hired a babysitter so he can go over there and chill with, you know, his homeboy Cecil. Cecil, why did you drop all that goddamn food? (laughs) (laughs) I was in here cussing Cecil ass out. I was thinking, like... (laughs) The whole time, I'm like, I wanted to do, he be dropping that dick off like he be dropping that food. Uh, mm. <laughs> I mean, some money went goddamn nowhere, food. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that remind me of some shit me and Curtis pre-game about. We gonna laugh when we cut this shit off. <laughs> oh, he looks like he got that meat pack. Listen, you know the other thing when Contessa was uh, listing all of her celebrity girl crushes? I was like, okay, I see it. I see Oprah it. and Gail, she like a she like a butch. She like she like big clit energy. Yeah. Yeah. So that make me think Dr. Scott also got that hammer. Like yeah. I don't I don't see Contessa settling for anything less. <laughs> like the you know, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can a nigga get in them doctor guts? <laughs> like <laughs> uh, CPR indeed, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Revive the yeah. pussy. Yeah. Um But they need to revive that marriage to contest a girl. What the fuck is wrong with you? Be you know, so girl, you stupid. Like I like you still <laughs> <laughs> No, listen. You try. <laughs> you he still are constructive, but you right. <laughs> You still I mean, are my yeah, favorite cast member. You a dumb bitch. But you are very, <laughs> you being stupid this season. And stupid. I hate And to so see selfish. It. And so selfish. And I hate to see it too, but goddamn. 
And then imagine, like, so she's saying her reason for taking the program in Tennessee is because it was cheaper and it was only a year. So then why don't you just, why didn't you just stick it out? Like, what was the purpose of going through all of this and dragging your family through this for you to quit midway through? To make Scott feel guilty for her own guilty. And then to guilt Scott. Like, that man ain't doing everything in his power, supporting you. I mean, we've already been here. We know that Scott is not a typical black man he's doing all the things that he is supposed to do and for whatever reason you have decided that you want to be unappreciative i don't i don't get that like that's really the root of all this the fact that you are unappreciative and then scolding him when he is trying to do all the best that he can plus more like i said i made the joke but he basically has been a single parent this whole entire time and you mad and guilty him and you saying that he is selfish girl i know you fucking lying and the thing about it is you are so out of touch with what the real issue is because you quit your program thinking that that was gonna fix everything and now you're sitting here looking stupid not understanding why everything is not fixed and scott telling cecil the same thing but I don't even know why he would have. I mean, well, he a man. Like, I mean, he a good man, but still, he, you know, yeah. men just have a weird. They don't have the emotional intelligence. So I, I get why he may have thought that. But y'all's issue has less to do with the fact that she was away in school and more to do with the fact that you did not prepare your family for your departure. You rushed into this shit. Even if the program is only a year, you should have taken more time to make sure your family was set up so that you could do it. Because I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with what she said. Cause she was like, you know, if I waited till my kids were in they in in high school or out of high school, I would be in my sixties. I get that. But that doesn't mean that you're not gonna have a profound effect on your family if you do it now. Like the proper planning would probably have saved y'all from a lot of this heartache and communication. Yeah, because what what would it have hurt for you to start that program a year later after y'all ironed out some kinks? Okay, let's find a good nanny. Yep. Um, let's discuss commuting. Let's see if we want to just uh move there as a family. Maybe you could find a job there or something. Something you you did not give Scott the opportunity to weigh out all the options with you pertaining to this, and now you look like a bozo. Yep, and that's why he called it the hairbrand scam. Not because he's don't want you to succeed, but like, girl, you we did not you did not plan this, and then by turn, I had to adjust and basically be both parents on the fly, and you mad at me, and I'm doing the best I can. So can I? I have a little bit of a theory, but I may be off. I want to see what y'all think about it. Part of me feels like Contessa is upset that Scott is able to function and and have everything still be taken care of without her. I don't think that's too far off because Dr. Jack has touched on that a little bit when they had that conversation. Because she is really losing her shit but it's like, there's nothing wrong. Okay, of course, he's not going to do things the way that you do them. But outside of that, the kids are going to school. They clean. They happy. They well well fed. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I ain't forgot them steaks. 
Yeah, they look very good. Listen, Scott, you you cook me a steak like that. It's it's open season. That's all I'm gonna say on that. <laughs> but those kids are well taken care of, and you you seem you coming across as as a hater that your kids are well taken care of without you. But again, this is supposed to be temporary. So either stick it out and do what you need to do, or figure something else out. But Nothing that is going on is Scott's fault. Nope. He is doing everything he's supposed to do. And we're not giving him too many roses for doing what the fuck he's supposed to do. But girl, what are you upset about if he is doing what he's supposed to? That's what I'm confused on. What are you upset about? Right. Because you can plan it out. And you mad and you taking your frustrations that you should have with yourself out on him. And that's not fair. I mean, you know, she take them out on herself too. I mean, even still like, girl, we can look at this. You doing all this belly aching, but who in Savannah, who at home with the kids? Mm. Granted it's for the show, but still, I mean, just, I'm, I'm saying in theory, in general, we don't hear much about Dr. Scott going on no vacations and you just being home with the kids. Especially in the middle of all the shit that y'all going through. But girl, you got it. <laughs> I mean, we know y'all ain't going to break up. But girl, you look real funny in the light. And I hate to see it. Because looking funny in the light amongst the trash that you on this show with mm. says a lot. Yeah. Like, a because you were on... We just spent however long dragging the the top trash of the show. Which my hats off to you, bitch, because how you took that title from Heavenly, I don't know. But girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, when first you do- of all, can I just say I enjoy the way Alora reads her mother for Phil. I was gonna take us there next. Also, I was gonna take us there next. what a beautiful girl she has blossomed into. Yes, yes. not that she was an ugly child. I'm not. One thing I can say is that Heavenly and Damon have some attractive children because the son that's in college, he's a cutie pie too. Like they, um, their DNA mixed perfectly in those kids. But you know what? Damon mm. is not ugly to me. He he's ain't like ugly. fine. Yeah. He ain't fine. But you know what it is? He one of those people, he would look completely different 50 pounds lighter. Like I would love to have seen what he looked like when they was much younger. I guarantee you he was probably real fine. Because weight don't look good on everybody. Just like everybody don't look good small. Yep. I agree. So, <clears throat> I agree. Um, but I also agree with you. Like, Alora would just be like, I don't... She is, never, pro- she is not here for her mother's bullshit. Right. She is not here for all that over-strict, over-compensating carrying forth the dysfunction i was raised in bullshit mm-hmm. if your if your own mom did not allow you to even play outside as a child why is that something you would want to take forward with your child all that over strict overprotective bullshit right when you just That's spent a recipe la- for disaster when you just spent last season trying to unpack all this shit you would think you would have self-awareness heaven if you don't have self-awareness but any other parent you would think be like, you know what? My mama, my parents did a doozy on me and raised me fucked up. Let me not project this onto my child and allow them to actually have some autonomy and be human and be normal. No, not heavenly. Heavenly just gonna amp up the bozo that was passed down to her. Generational bozoism. You hate to see it. 
And Alora hates to see it too, but she don't be giving a fuck about whatever the fuck I'm gonna be talking about. Alora don't play no games. Alora be like, girl, leave me alone. What is going on? Alora be like, mom, you too much, you too extra. I'm good, love, enjoy. Yes, go mess with dad and leave me alone, please. Yeah, I enjoy it. I, I am a not fan true. of the dragons. It's not too many. It's not too many people on that show that read heavily down like Alora. Not that they no. couldn't read heavily down, but they just choose not to for whatever reason. But Alora, like, look, I got to deal no, with this one they for when these cameras off. <laughs> well, that's true too, Kurt. That's 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 true. Because I mean, if they wanted to read heavily down, they could, but they would rather make up unsubstantiated lies, Mariah. Why you crying about? Um, people saying you on coke but you get in the middle of an argument and start accusing people husbands of being cheaters and then claiming you got receipts that don't exist then you're on a goddamn reunion looking a goddamn idiot with them fucking color contacts and that dry ass weave mm. I don't like that <laughs> I really do not like that it's like she is I mean, super trash she is trash she is the trashiest of trash and again, you couldn't find nothing. Girl, you're a producer. You got producer credits on the show. You couldn't find anything else to do. But with it, girl, leave us alone. We don't care. She don't have nothing going on for herself. Her husband is a lame-ass idiot, so. Correct. And, and she friends with Toya, ass. so she, you know. Yeah. Whose husband is also a lame-ass idiot. Yeah. Man, every every episode, Eugene looked more and more like that fat kid from Hey Arnold. Like every episode, mm. he just goofy as hell. Just just fat, goofy, and just just uh, messy. Just, He's so fucking messy. He just a bit like Contessa said. He just a big old bitch. Mm. Now that's the one thing I will get Contessa. She did not lie when she said that. Mm. I but guess I think, Contessa, get it together, Contessa. I want to see y'all win. I mean, I know y'all gonna win regardless, but I don't like seeing y'all go through this shit, especially unnecessarily. Right when it's unavoidable. When it's no, it's totally avoidable. Also, um, see, so what that what that dick do? I feel you know, know Simone what? don't deserve. I just. She don't. And I'm tired of acting like she do. <laughs> uh, baby Bob do not deserve. But, uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of Marriage Medicine. Curtis fucking. <laughs> she do look like baby. I'm so sick and fucking tired of being sick and tired of your motherfucking ass, Curtis. What the fuck? But you know what? Points was made. Let's just be honest. We can grandstand all we would like to, but let's do You didn't lie. <laughs> I mean, you didn't lie, but God damn it, Curtis. <laughs> <sighs> well, I you guess that's lie. the end of the show since that's the end of Married to Medicine. So yeah. we hope you enjoyed this episode after we took that little brief hiatus. Um, I think it was pretty funny. We, you know, we, we I'm in the process of watching uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we looking, you know, to bring y'all some new shows for this next cycle. I really do think Real Housewives of Atlanta is going to be good and messy uh, because Kenya is coming back for less money and humbled by the fact that that marriage did not even last three years. Mm. Um, 
Cynthia is constantly doing some bozo shit with a man. Noelle is living with her fiance in LA while she's not there. Oh, shit. That shit sounds awkward to me. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all are not married. Um, you are not even living in the residence that he owns out in LA, yet your child is living with him in LA. Um, I don't know what new age parenting shit you and Leon got going, but uh, as a black mama, that ain't it. Mm-hmm. That ain't it. It ain't it. But uh, let us, I let us see the threesome, though. Yeah. Well. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. They all attractive, so I want to see it. I would like um, to see it. Candy and Todd seem to be getting into it this season. Of course, Nene and Greg on their same old bullshit. Uh, I was about to say, who is Greg? <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> My bad. I forgot. Oh, and alle- apparently, allegedly, allegedly. Nene and Kenya get into fisticuffs, allegedly. Oh, didn't they say like Nene spit on Kenya or tried to spit on her or something? Yes. Doing an argument about Mark, allegedly. Mm. How you spitting on her and you uh, probably was dragging her husband? (laughs) Girl. I mean, it's it's Nene. It's it's Nene and Kenya. I mean, what's your spit? Nene probably was mm. like that. Remember that one scene in Jurassic Park where that fat dude got fucked up in that uh, explorer by that little weird spit monster? <laughs> Dinosaur. <laughs> that was probably Nene. <laughs> well, the whole building was rocking. Well, but yeah, so Housewives is coming back. We'll cover that and we'll see what else we can cover. Um, send us some more suggestions if you would like for some stuff that might be easy for us to get into. If the season is almost done, like loving whatever Huntsville, then obviously we're not going to be able to cover it going forward. We'll have to wait till the next season, but yeah, let us know. And but we, I will catch up on seasons past so we can really have a good grasp of what's going on. So yeah. that we can be good and messy. Yeah. We're open to um, YouTube series as well, I would say. Yeah. Um, so send us some suggestions because I don't be knowing unless y'all tell me. I don't, like I said before, I don't really watch <coughs> this stuff outside of what we cover on the show. So y'all have to literally tell me what the shit is. Oh, and big shout out to Crystal and Kid Fury. Um, I just want to point out. Um, that Joe Button threw all that dirt on their names. Mm. And not only is the show good, it's getting amazing reviews. They've had two really big guests on. Um, I'm a undercover young MA fan. Um, and her, she was giving Crystal that big strap energy. Listen, so when moved, and was like, well, let me just move myself. Also, on, Crystal always, Crystal has always been fucking pretty. Um, yes. And to see her being still that goddamn pretty uh, when TV can really fuck you up, as we see on Housewives with Kenya's skin, look like somebody uh, ran a four-wheeler <laughs> over it and shit. Um, <laughs> and so I just, you know, be careful of the dirt that you throw on the next person's name because that might be um the same dirt that you end up trying to wash out of your clothes okay 
Because mm. you are making a return to love and hip hop fiance list. Mm-hmm. Um, with day. all the all your exes back on creating havoc. Mm. Um, I haven't been hearing much from you in terms of the podcast and shit like that. Um, so you know, in the future, watch your mouth. Cause you didn't block their blessings. You just look like an asshole. I mean, he's gonna do that anyway. Cause that's just how he is. And they still, they doing what the fuck they doing and doing it. And so, you know, in the future, mind yours. Doesn't Joe Budden look like um? Damn. What's the professor's Curtis, name? Whatever the fuck he's been no. saying, leave me alone. <laughs> please. Please. I, I, I beg. Please. Leave me the fuck alone. Whatever uh, you about to do, leave me alone. No mas. No mas. Oh, no. I started the shit now. <laughs> I, I know. I understand. Nope. Okay. I mean, get, I, this I, shit, get this shit out, though, because I do want to hear it. <laughs> I acted like I didn't, but I do. You know uh, the professor from Futurama. Whenever he was young, oh Curtis, oh yeah, Curtis, like he don't, do. Joe Bun got the same head shape and everything. He mm. do, he do. See, that yeah. wasn't so bad. That was nice. You right. Anyway, um, come to our live show. <laughs> come February to our 29th. live show. My mom was just downstairs gassing up the live show to my uncle, one of her super best friends. And he like, no, I seen it on Facebook. He like, um, he like, shit, we should just go. We should buy a ticket. My mother like, yeah, I was going, I'm going. She, I was like, okay, I see y'all coming through with the support. Yes, fuck indeed. With the fuck it up. Come on. That's what we about. So you can get your tickets at fnmnoneyear.eventbrite.com. The link will, of course, be in the show notes, and it'll be posted on our social media periodically. If you follow the Flawless Noises social media, it'll be there as well. We look forward to bringing what you just heard live and in Technicolor. Um, Jeremy, hopefully, will not be dressed like a hot dog. And you're gonna get these jokes, and you're gonna get some like. Listen, I'm sending Jeremy to. I'm sending Jeremy to somebody's polo outlet and somebody Levi's outlet (laughs) with a list. This is the approved list that you can buy from. (laughs) This the this the size this the size jeans. Lint don't don't you come in here with no boot cut jeans. (laughs) I'm gonna beat the fuck out you. No wow. boot scooting Jeremy. No boot scooting Jeremy. No church blouses. Okay. <laughs> okay. Grow up and get you a Ralph Lauren shirt. Okay. <laughs> because even your niece be over here polo down to the socks. Okay. Is y'all you gonna let London outdress you? Well, she was gonna do that anyways, because that's just I was, about she to say. I was gonna say. I was she, are we talking oh, about the same she's... London who mama got a fur that be trying to light flex? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> wealth over there. <laughs> it was cold that day, so I had to bring okay. out the fur. Okay, Dominique Devereaux. Okay. Candice Devereaux. <laughs> Candice Devereaux. <laughs> 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 Just listen, I already listen. I already been trying to decide how I'm how I'm uh how I'm bringing it to the live show. I was like, do I want to go glam? Do I want to dress it down? 
what am I trying to do? The dress down still gonna be glam. <laughs> right. I'm like, what am I trying to get on? Just I'm a already looking for... for a dress. Like, damn, do I want to have a train? We're not. No, I'm just joking. But... <laughs> <laughs> nah, so on. yes, uh, come on, flawless gala out to the Flawless Noises Media Network one-year anniversary, February 29th, 2020, in Atlanta, Georgia. The venue is called Rehearse Live. The tickets are on sale, $25. Link in the show notes. I think that's it. We will be back next week. I think we'll we'll be be here next week. week. Yeah, I'll be here next week. Okay. Um, We're going to Vegas for Mama White Diamond and Mike's birthday. Um. But we get back on the first. So, yeah, I'll be here Sunday. All right. And we're going to be on that bullshit. Indeed. We will see y'all then. Peace.